I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> Hello. Oh, no, I know. Okay. We're potting. We're potting. Oh, you forgot your topic. <laughs> yeah, my topic for a second. But I'm good now. She's got it, everyone. I've got it. Always. Always unlock. I'm going to hit the desk about 52 times before. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so nervous right now. I am too. <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. Hello. How is everyone doing? Great. How are you doing, Sydney? I'm feeling a lot of emotions right yes. now. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's get into our rose and thorn of the day right away. Oh! <laughs> I don't know if you guys... I don't think the mic's going to pick no, it up. No, it's not going to pick it up. But we're going to get right into our rose and thorn because my rose is that we have a very special guest in the pod studio today. Where and is her, she? I don't know. She, <laughs> her name is Lily. And she is my new kitten. Yes. And she's meowing. We officially have... Oh, Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, so cute. Maybe we'll put her up to the mic and she can meow later. Yeah. But she's very... We literally picked her up like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, she is... Very scared. She's very scared and she is enjoying the podcast studio with us. Yes. She keeps making noises. She's so sweet. She's going to be the sweetest little kitty. I can feel it. So, yes, Jupiter now has a sister. I'm nervous that they're not going to get along, but I think Jupiter seems very interested so far. Yeah. Like, even when the five minutes we've been here with her, Jupiter's very... We have them in separate rooms, obviously. Yeah, we're integrated. I don't know anything about cats. Everyone knows that I have a dog. Her name's Nala. She's been posted multiple times. (laughs) Um, And we're doing an integration thing. We've done our little research. Sydney's done her research. I've done a little research. Yeah, and... We're trying to make it as easy of a transition yeah. for both animals as possible. Jupiter just, like, isn't... She's not very nice. She's not the nicest cat. And she's, like, does not... Like, when we introduced her to a couple other dogs, she had a very hard time. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want that to happen again. I would like this to be, like, a positive Yeah, and thing one thing that on. I think is good, though, is that she's so small that, like, her temperament mm-hmm. will, I think, be able a little bit malleable with... Yeah. Jupiter Hopefully. and like Nala's temperament is so like even keel yeah. that she's like yeah do it fuck you yeah want. Nala and this little lady uh, are gonna be oh she's coming out sorry 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 yeah I wish we had like her. a video oh she just went back in okay anyway she's so cute you guys we'll post a picture yeah we'll post a bunch of pictures she has like a little respiratory infection I think right now I she's just got her so, so I don't really know but she's a little snotty so maybe we'll take a couple pictures tomorrow or something or tonight I don't know um, okay, so that's my rose. My bud is it's finally Halloween here. Where we live, Halloween is a very big holiday, and everyone, it's like an, a multi-day event. Yes. So we are very excited in this house. We have a lot of exciting things coming. So that's probably both of our buds. I don't yes. know. I don't want to speak for you. But. Yes, that's definitely my bud as well. I'm going to piggyback off that. My rose is, honestly, my rose is still, is probably Lily as well. Um, I had a pretty rough day today. I I have migraines, so chronic migraine havers unite. Yeah, unite. Um, I had a, yeah, so it was just I literally was like sleeping and taking waking up to take medicine and drink water. Yeah, for we were like, hours. Out. Yeah, yeah. So my quite literally, I woke up. I did some work for the podcast and for my like actual job, and then we went and got a kitten. We picked up a little kitten. <laughs> so I'm happy. Oh, she's adventuring. Can't her. You can't. Okay, it's, it's... I don't want to scare her. Okay, I know. We gotta, like... I know, we gotta, like, fucking lock it down here. Yeah. But how she's can we so do it? Fucking she's fucking cute, so you guys. Cute. She's a little gray kitten. Should we tell them her, like, full name? Yeah, you need okay. to tell her <laughs> their full name. Okay, so we're gonna call her Lily, but her full name is my favorite rapper of all time. <laughs> oh, 
I'm it. already paranoid. We have like not tweaking. done anything. I'm going to be so tweaky this episode. I yeah, I already know you are too. So, her full name is from the namesake of my favorite rapper, who is Lil Wayne. So, that is her full name. Her nickname's going to be Wheezy, um, but her doctor's name is... Doctor's name. When I take her to the vet, I'm going to say her name is Lily. Yeah. So, that's, I think, what we're going to call her for now until Wheezy sticks. Yeah. Which, he is kind of Wheezy. She's got a little infection, so... Already working out. Yeah, truly working out. Okay, should we... We're going to make her come to lighter flicks. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she comes running. That's, That's such a so good idea. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go match. We haven't said our topic. We haven't said oh. who we are. We haven't said what this podcast is. You're jumping lots of guns. <laughs> okay, it's up. Sprinted- <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, this is cat talk. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Want a cat. Want a cat podcast. Okay, sorry. Hi, guys. Um, Again, missed the intro. <laughs> this is Want a Match podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sydney. That was it a definitely loud picked one. up. Yeah. That picked up. <laughs> okay, I'm Emily. Oh my god, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this. She's gonna be. I didn't realize she was gonna be so vocal when I got Jupiter. She was not. She was like Where silent as a mouse. I don't know, but I can. I think she's in the closet. I, yeah. Okay, we're just gonna have to. If you guys hear meowing in this episode, it's like just, just our get kitten. over it. It's a fucking kitten. You have a kitten in the house. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'm <laughs> one of your hosts, Sydney. I'm the other host. And the only other host. <laughs> you said one of your hosts, like we have a group of us. There's like six um, of us. Yeah. <laughs> Me and all our friends. I'm Emily. And this is Wanna Match Pod Pick. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually called Wanna Match Podcast. I'm not even charmed yet. And this is Wanna Match Podcast. A podcast where we come together each week, match, and then try and describe topics that we read recently researched yeah great she took Perfect. her on that one yeah. um i felt i needed to honestly <laughs> now we need to talk about our topics for the week you go first oh yeah i do go yeah. first this week so this week i so we just got off of our halloween stuff yes at themed episodes which I, i'm glad about i'll say it. i'm glad about but also like i'm i'm carrying the spooky vibes over to the next couple episodes i'm gonna be honest with you mm-hmm Mrs. Where are you? <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna suck at it. Um, <laughs> Truly, you're gonna, I'm gonna have to be so <laughs> mad. It's gonna be like five hours. Um, okay, so we are doing a conspiracy theory this week. I feel like you've also been very into the conspiracy theory, so mm-hmm. I want to keep that going. Yeah, you know, I get ch- chonged and then scared. Yes. Yeah. We are gonna talk about modern day flat Earth theory. Oh my god. Okay, that's gonna really freak me <laughs> out in like twenty minutes. Okay. okay what are you? Doing? I'm doing ATMs. What? <laughs> <laughs> like time machines? Yeah. No. No, I know. That's what's like automated, yeah. automated, automated teller machines. Like, yeah. You've never heard it called a time machine? Like T H Y M E? Oh, no. I think that's a colloquial thing, so I might have to cut that out. Yeah. Because I think that's like a southern yeah. state that we're in thing. Yeah, don't, like, you've um, never heard it called a. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my dad always calls it. A time machine. Oh, actually, I have heard that. Yeah, gotta stop at the time machine. Yes, I have heard that. Okay, sure. well, wait, I'm kind of excited about this. Yeah. I know nothing about this. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Okay, Emily, do you want to match? I would love to match. Let's match. Okay. I forgot who I was picking up. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Well, I'm Sydney, and that's Emily. She didn't remember, but I do. And let's talk about some. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, she's not even ready. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Right. Ready? Yeah. Is that supposed to be up here? What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought Sorry. I had the wrong thing up. I was like, oh, I didn't realize how chonged I was until I just really sat down right in the bright lights. Yeah, we were having a really good conversation outside. So that we were. Let's that not. Was, we haven't that. had a good one like that in a I while. I know we really haven't. I haven't been partaking. So. I know you. Re- you haven't. And this is one of the last times we're going to be able to use the balk. I know for so it was, a while. It felt good. It really did. It was a little cold, but we'll take it. Do you want to talk about some flatter theory? I honestly would rather not, but we're going to. So I love freaking you out. I don't like. I don't. I don't know anything about this. So you don't know anything. Flatter theory. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Neg- can you hear Sullivan's? I'm so sorry. I can, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet down. <laughs> Nessie, put your headphones in. <laughs> Should I text him? Yeah. This is going to be breaking the fourth wall. Hey, sisters. I don't know Nessie. if you guys can hear that, but it's actually, like, really distracting. You better, you guys, Sullivan better be listening to this podcast. I don't think he listens. Put your fucking, I'll be honest. Put your fucking headphone. We're not going to tell him about this. Um, And then the only time, Sullivan, if you hear this, we'll know that you actually listen to the podcast. Okay? Yeah, text us the word. Tortoise. Yeah, you have to spell it right, too. Yeah. Any of our friends listening, you can't tell Sullivan to do Literally, this. Literally, if you guys tell Sullivan and Sullivan texts us Taurus, we're going to know. I will know I'm a witch, kind of. I'm, so. I have Sullivan's um, iCloud shit on my phone. Yeah, so. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I just bullshit. <laughs> I just completely bullshitted you. <laughs> but I will steal his computer. Yeah. I will Which fucking. Is, we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just text me back, chill. In my phone, Sullivan's name is Nespresso. <laughs> Can you post that picture of him? Yeah, I will. You well, that's the one that him. I have ringworm. So, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to post that one for Sullivan. Okay. Um, so sorry. Flat okay. Earth. Let's go. Flat Earth. Let's talk about Flat Earth. Okay. Flat Earth Theory has been described as the ultimate conspiracy theory. All right, let's fucking hear it. So I just want to first start off um, by saying that we're going to talk about the modern flat earth conspiracies. This is not going to be about the history of flat earth because that's like very long and drawn out. Yes, like like Columbus era. Yeah, yeah. like they thought that they literally thought the earth. Well, I guess these well that's like do too. But. That's what literally what I thought we were talking about. No, okay. we're going to talk about like the conspiracy theory. Okay, I know nothing about this, so... Cool. So, modern flat earth theory began in the mid to late 1800s. Okay. So, this is, like, what we kind of believe now. This is, like, where they start speculating. Okay. Um, But we're really going to focus on two main groups. And they're not even groups. It's all part of one group. But the International Flat Earth Society... Oh, God. It was founded in 1956 by a man named Samuel Shenton. Shenton was the president of the society until his death in 1972, and during his time as president, the group remained small. It was just, like, a few hundred conspiracy theorists talking about flat earth stuff, but they didn't really want to go anywhere with it. It was kind of just, like, for them, you know? This is 1950 what? The 70, between 1956 and 1972. Okay. So, like, 15 years. That's, like, a long yeah. time. Um, 
So while there's, I'm going to say it again, two schools of thought on Slash's theory. There's the religious perspective. So the they claim that in the Bible they talk a lot about the earth being flat. Yeah. Like, the earth cannot be a globe because Jesus transcended up into heaven, and if the earth is a sphere, there's no up. Oh. So the earth has to be mm-hmm. flat. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. So that's kind of the religious perspective. Wait, I'm confused by that. Okay, continue. Because we're never going to get as deep as I need to get into Yeah, that one, we can so. talk about it later. Yeah, we'll just geez. Off the pot, we can explain Yeah, that. we can get more chunked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need um, that one. The other school of thought was just that, like, the science was off, so they had, like, more of a scientific perspective. Oh, like um, angles and shit? Yes. Got it. And that is where Samuel Shenton sort of lied. So these group of people were more of, like, the science-based thinkers. Really? I think that the 360, like, 90-90 go off 180. What? (laughs) Like, you know, like... (laughs) What the fuck did you just say? You just said a series of angles and then went, that thing... I have no idea what you're trying to say. Like, if <laughs> if the Earth is flat and at yeah. 180 degrees, yeah, all the way around, right? Is it on like? <laughs> is it like a pizza? Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Oh, okay. we're gonna get there because other otherwise, I imagine it being like a piece of paper. Oh, so either a square or a circle, like a map. That's like in my head what I'm imagining a map. Oh, it's. So, you'll see. Well, we're going to talk about it. I'll show you some of their maps. Sorry. I got an email on my Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> but Samuel I'm Shenton. freaked out already. <laughs> I fucking knew I would be, too. <laughs> it's not even 20 minutes in. And we're literally, like, not even Because I said parts. the 360 thing is I'm saying, like, it makes more sense for it to be a sphere than it to be a pizza. there's 360 degrees yes. in a circle. Shit, I don't know if that's yes, right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 180, 90. Right. So that's what I was making, <laughs> that's what I was saying when I said yeah. those series of things. I'm saying it really makes more sense that it's circle. Right. With the sun. But you're not a flat earther, so. Oh God, they're going to come after <laughs> me. Okay, continue. You are right. I the know. earth is not flat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're totally on the right track. Skeptical now that you're trying to prove flat earth theory and i'm like no there's no proof okay sorry 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 but sam shenton thought he could and he thought the answer lied in science um he was self-described as being into alternative science and technology and then i put red flag (laughs) that is a red flag um there's no such thing as alternative science by the way science is science there's no alternative (laughs) anyway So, in 1972, Samuel Shenton died, and he specifically said, I want this man to take over the society. And that man was Charles Kenneth Johnson. Oh, kind of (laughs) hot. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. Like, in like a dilf sort of way. Like a gilf. He looks like he could like own like a liquor company and be like really rich. Like sip on neat whiskey. Like whiskey, yeah. And it's all... So, Johnson... Okay. (laughs) I thought you were done. Sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't, but I should have been. Yeah. Honestly. I was trying to give you a little Yeah, hand. I know. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, Johnson, he is the man. He grew the group to over... He's the man. He's the man. She's the man. The movie She's the Man. It's me, on. dresses... I, like, look up and you're, like, dressed as... Like, me and my... <laughs> me and my neat whiskey and my coon dog. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm a gilf. You live in like the hills of Kansas. Does Kansas have hills? I don't think they do. I think it's pretty flat. Anyway. How do you know we're not from Kansas? Ooh. Ooh. Do we live in Kansas? Guess. So, so I'm going to have to bleep that. Why? No, I think that was the wind. Because I bleep every time we say a city that or- we might live in. You bleep every time we say a city or a state? No. Whenever I talk about us living somewhere, I always bleep it. I have no idea. I've never gotten to that point of the podcast. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So he gave the Flat Earth Society huge notoriety. Kenneth, or Charles Kenneth Johnson. Should we bleep his last name? Yeah. (laughs) He's like one of our friends. (laughs) Carl (laughs) Schiff. Carl (laughs) Schiff. Okay, that's how I'm going to... That's how I'm going to... Beep! <laughs> I'll just know to beat when you're saying it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So, Charles Kenneth grew the group to over 3,500 people and its heyday. 3,500 wow. people. From, like, that little group? Yeah, just, like, a group about, yeah. about 100. So, like I said, Shenton had more pseudoscientific beliefs. Johnson had much more religious beliefs. So, it was a little crazy that Shenton was like, you get to do this next. Yeah. Because they have two, they're on two different sides of the fight here. Right. Pizza versus paper. Paper, yeah. <laughs> and Shenton, or um, Kenneth had led the society for over 30 years. So Shenton did it for like 15. Kenneth was like, I, this is my life now. And he like grew notoriety in like the public. Like he was in a Briars commercial for ice cream. He was on talk shows, like. Wow. He, like, really, in, like, the 90s, like, broad. Yeah, like, he, he's saying flat earth all the way, baby. Yeah, so Johnson believed that, oh, bleep <laughs> it, sorry. <laughs> Johnson, <laughs> He believed that the scientists were all maintaining a big hoax that the earth was flat to undermine people's belief in God. So, like, he thought that they were, like, saying that the earth was round so that God couldn't be real and that, like, they're anti-religion. People... Seriously, people are too busy to do stuff. Right. Like, what do you think scientists are? And we'll talk about what they think scientists are actually doing because they have an idea about it. God. People are too, like, no, even average person has enough time to do that. Right. His biggest evidence was scripture, obviously. Evidence. Yep. From the Old Testament, as well as the idea that Jesus descended up into heaven. Like, that's his kind of thing. Yeah. His idea. Why can't Jesus descend sideways into heaven? Right. Also, like, what we made up, up and down. So, oh, but not according so, to him. According oh, to him, yeah, that's true. Flat God Earth. Who did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I said, so that's. I said, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's his only evidence. That. Yeah. Oh, that's your it's just scripture. Oh, the belief awesome. In God. And that scientists awesome. are all bad. Super quantifiable. <laughs> yeah. So this is a direct quote from Kenneth. He said. <laughs> What is that? Is that like an old coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Emily's drinking a little drink, which he didn't have before we started this. It is an old coffee, I will say that. That's from this afternoon. Yeah, about six hours ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is a direct quote from Mr. J. He said, "If Earth were a ball spinning in space, there would be no up or down." And I said, "So profound." (laughs) <laughs> he's a very profound man what does that even i don't even get what that means so great i can't even imagine that in my head if, um yeah like what the fuck what does the that fuck even mean up and down there's just not there gonna isn't. be one that's like the crazy yeah. part is we made that up <laughs> anyway 
Um, there's a great, his obituary in the New York Times, that like gave him an obituary when he died. And it's literally just like a snarky, basically what we're doing now, but like in a New York Times article. Like okay, they basically just kind of shit on him the whole time, which like RIP, you know? Yeah. But it was funny. Um, so it's in the article, they say that he started questioning science in elementary school because he could not be convinced that gravity existed by his teacher. His teacher did not give him a good enough explanation of gravity for him to believe it. So she just said, no, it just no. doesn't exist. Okay. We're being held to the ground by God and God only. Perfect. Um, and then I said, the dude can hold a grudge. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, this really affected him. So his wife was named Marjorie and she was Australian and she was also a big proponent of Marjorie. flat earth. Marjorie. 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 On the bobby. <laughs> um she was she could not believe that the earth was round because then she would have grown up hanging by her toes another direct quote what the fuck does that mean because if the earth is you know in oh. pictures of maps australia is in the southern hemisphere so she would technically be upside down are you fucking kidding me <laughs> that's literally her proof yeah okay jesus so yeah <laughs> it's a family these people have platforms had yeah. platforms he went out, he was in a commercial for ice cream like he was like popular sad i should be in a commercial for ice me cream. too get us in briars please we love ice ben cream. and jerry's oh yeah i feel like Sid we fuck with <laughs> ben and jerry's get it yeah uh, uh, chong <laughs> <laughs> okay um so in 1995 the johnson family home burned to the ground and in like a house fire like, their house on fire and it burned to the ground. So it destroyed not only their entire home, but also all of the membership and society documents. Because they didn't have computers. Yes, it did. So that basically ended the International Flatter Society <laughs> of its heyday because they couldn't yeah. prove there was any members. So their membership went to 3,500 to zero. Okay, but wouldn't anybody come, like, nobody came forward and was like, hey, I I'm sure people did, but there was interested. no, like, document okay. anymore. Because after this, it's actually really sad, like... Johnson basically like he got Marjorie so Marjorie was like disabled and she was in a wheelchair she was wheelchair bound Mm -hmm. and he carried her out of the fire oh sweet but then he got really sick because of the fire like his lungs got fucked up and so basically the rest of their lives were like he was taking care of her and then she like he just stopped kind of doing the flat earth thing oh sad I mean like he's kind of an idiot but sad that that happened to them like, he, like, he, he then, his, so when his wife died, he moved in with his brother, which was where he lived for the rest of his life. Um, and they restarted the organization from scratch then. But okay. he took, like, a big break. Yeah. So at the time of his death, which was in 2001, the society was wow. back up to about 100 members. Okay. So that's kind of where we left it. Um, that's kind of just the international. That was, like, a big flat earth thing back in, like, the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. But we've seen a resurgence of it in, like, the mid-2000s. So now we're going to kind of get into that. God damn it. Okay. So, what do flat earthers believe? Let's get into their science. I would rather, like, literally them not. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Um, So, since there are two big schools of thought, you would think that they would have different ideas of what the earth looked like. But, like, there is, like, consensus there. Like, they all kind of agree on what it looks like. Yep. Okay. Um... Sounds about right. <laughs> and I got most of this information from a LiveScience.com article. So, most flat earthers believe that the earth is a flat disc. Like a pizza. Like a pizza. 360. <laughs> and the North Pole is the center of the disc. 
And this is what we believe the South Pole is, but it's really just a big ring on a wall of ice surrounding the disc that, so that you don't fall off if you go to the edge. So why hasn't anyone ran into that wall? Right. Okay. Well, you'll see. <laughs> um, Antarctica surrounds the rest of the continents like an outer ring and a 150-foot tall wall of ice. So that's what this is. I just pointed to it. How? Um, pretty much all flat earthers also agree that scientists are all um, in on a ploy to lie and say that the earth is round and that they all actually know that the earth is flat. What? And it's just part of their, like, life that they have to, like, keep up this lie about flat earth. Really? No one's, like, ever deathbedded it? Or, right. Like... No, 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 no. What the fuck? That, no. <laughs> okay. Um, they also believe that, so, like, most of their stuff is surrounding space, right? So their, like, yeah. biggest gripe is with NASA. Like, of they, course, dude. They're like, fuck they, you, NASA. Yeah. So they believe that all NASA employees, every single one, um, are the biggest liars and that they know all about this ice wall in Antarctica and their main job is actually guarding the ice wall so that people don't fall off and they can't get to the ice wall. NASA. Yeah, that, so okay. NASA, does, they don't actually go up into space. They just actually are the guardians yeah. of the edge of the Earth because it's flat. Perfect. And everyone knows it. The janitors, the lunch ladies, yeah. the disgruntled no fire employee. Literally, the... no one has let it slip either. Right. <laughs> Snowden um, about the ice wall. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? He should have said something about it. Yeah. He's probably in on it, too. Yeah. Everyone's in on it. I fucking knew about it. Me, I, too. I'm... The earth is flat. When you guys... I just get, like, killed. Yeah. <laughs> you answer, a beam comes down yeah. through our bodies. <laughs> this podcast used to exist, and we, like, don't even remember who we are. I'm kind of scared now. Anyway. God, I just scared myself. <laughs> fuck. You just made up a scary scenario. Yeah. In it. Um, so it's also a popular belief that gravity is an illusion. <sighs> I can't, I just, I literally cannot do So, that. let's do, like, a little gravity lesson. I don't, have you ever, like, taken a physics class? Absolutely not. Okay. I've taken a lot of physics classes. So, gravity exists, basically, because the Earth is so big and it's spinning so fast that a force is exerted on us inward mm-hmm. towards the center of the Earth because it's a sphere. Um... And that's called, like, centripetal force. Mm -hmm. So that is basically the force of gravity on us because we're moving so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever been in those, like, um... Yep, and you're pushed against the wall. Yeah. Yep, I know That's exactly the same thing. Those things at the fair. And the guy can, like, stand. Because that's, like, the centripetal force, like, holding us in. So, basically, flat earthers don't believe there is a center of Earth because it's a disk. So there can't be gravitational force because there's not anywhere for it to be pulling us into. Right. This is the more religious... This is everyone. Oh, okay. Well, not everyone. There's, like, different right. factions, yeah, yeah. but the, this is, like, kind of a consensus. And so gravity, the velocity of gravity, the velocity of the force pulling us into the Earth is negative 9.8 meters per second. So because it's pulling us down mm-hmm. at yeah. 9.8 meters per second squared. Yeah. So they believe that the, the, this disc, everyone on the disc, we're all traveling... Is there a cat? No, I just oh. my computer. Um, that we're all traveling upward. The disc is being shot upward at a speed of 9.8 meters per second. Where is it going? Right. Okay. Well, the universe is traveling. Well, I know, but like, but like. Right. If there is no up it's or just down. just like fucking just right, flying. Like where is she? Like heaven? I don't know. So that's coincidentally the speed of gravity. So that's how you get that calculation derived. Like derived oh, yeah, calculation that that's yeah. the speed of gravity. Because we are moving at that speed. Um, they've, the force that they believe is pushing the earth upward is called dark energy. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. 
It would not be called anything different. Right. Okay, so this is kind of the last bit of what they believe, but let's talk about day and night because if the earth is a disc, it can't be, there can't be a moon on one side and a sun on the other side because we're facing up, you know? Yeah. So, basically, you, I mean, this is, I think everyone knows this, but basically the earth is rotating at 24-hour intervals, which is, it passes by the sun and the moon on our rotation, well, yeah, not really the moon, but, like... No, the moon actually travels with us, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like, we go into the sun, so you can't see the moon anymore. Right. Right. Well, we go into... The- <laughs> we rotate around, so we're facing the, the sun. The sun no longer has its rays on us at a certain angle. So then Right, it's because nighttime. it's on the other side yeah, of the earth. earth. yes. Right. Because there is. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tom, so I can't really explain <laughs> this, but I, I do know. I took an astronomy class. <laughs> yeah, Emily, Emily took astrology 101, so she knows. <laughs> um... So basically, if the Earth is a disk, like I said, that can't fucking happen. Yeah. So the flat earthers believe that the sun and the moon are like 3,000 miles above the Earth, and they are 32 miles across from each other, and that they move in a circle above the Earth in like a concentric circle. Stupid. Dumb. So that's why you only ever see one at a time, because it's whatever is over your area at the time. Stupid. And that they're the same size. Perfect. So that's kind of like this picture. So there's the moon. There's the sun. They're like spinning. And we're going yeah. up. Um, so that's kind of their beliefs. Also, this dome that you see. Yeah, like I can kind of get behind that like moon and sun thing though. I'm not a flat <laughs> earther, but like, like that one, that one. If I you can... didn't know anything about the actual science, right? You that is actually kind of you beautiful. could tell a fucking four year old that, and, and they would be like, believe it absolutely, yeah, fully. Um, this dome. Some mm-hmm. this is like contention in the group. Um, as to whether there's a dome above or if there's nothing above what, them. What do you mean a dome? So, you know how, like, like when you atmosphere? look up the, yeah, like, the atmosphere yeah. is, like, a circle around you because of fucking gravity because our Earth is a circle, <laughs> a sphere? Um, yeah. They believe that that's actually a dome, like, oh. in fucking The Truman Show. Oh, basically. Like, I've never that, seen The Truman Show, but, oh, like, in like the a Simpsons movie? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And some people believe that there's, like, constellations, like, on it, and that's oh what God. stars are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do they say about the proof that Earth is round? Because, like, there's a lot of proof right. out there that it's round. They say everything is fake, scientists are liars, all pictures are photoshopped, GPS devices are rigged, and NASA is the true guardians of the truth. I hate that. So, they think that NASA is basically, like, fucking pointing guns at everyone's head and said, you're not allowed to say anything. Basically. So, so um, there's a really good, I, I first heard about this, so I don't know if you remember this, but in 2016, B.O.B., the rapper, yeah, he came I out as a in, flat earther. I saw him in concert. Yeah. And he made a bunch of tweets and it got really popular. Yeah, I popular. remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that kind of re-sparked this movement of yeah. flat earth people, basically. In 2015, a man named Mark Sargent started making YouTube videos about it, and he is the one of the main cast members of the documentary that I watched this morning. You watched the documentary this yeah, morning? Yeah, while you are sleeping. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it was called Behind the Curve, and okay. it's about flat earthers. Yeah. And specifically, it's about a group, like, the most famous ones, kind of. Okay. Um, the people who are, like, speaking about flat earth, yeah. not just followers. And they're, they, like, created this flat earth, um, fuck, what is it called? Conference. Sorry. <laughs> that word just left my mind. The International Flat Earth Conference. Um, and so it's kind of about their journey. Oh, my towards God. It. Yeah, it's really good. I think you should watch it. Okay. Um, I'm going to do, like, a little synopsis. Everyone should watch it. I watched it we'll when it first it. came out. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes. When it first came out in 2018, 
I watched it. Like, I was just, like, chilling mm-hmm. one night. And that actually, like, I remembered it, and I, that's why I did this. So I rewatched it. But basically, like I said, there's an interesting cast of characters. All Flat Earthers are a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're exactly how you would think they would yes. be. Yes. <laughs> um, and, being leading the yeah. pack. So the main focus was on, like I said, Mark Sargent. He's a self-proclaimed conspiracy expert. Um, he started a YouTube channel in 2015 to, to prove Flat Earth Theory, and it now has, as of today, I checked it before this recording, 95,900 subscribers. Oh, my God. So, like, almost 100K. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and he has become, like, kind of the new rising star of the Flat Earth movement. Like, he's yeah. kind of now their, like... Yeah, figurehead. Figurehead. Yeah. So, he has a podcast oh with gosh. a woman. It's a, li- it's a live show, but it's basically a podcast. Like, okay. they film it and it's yeah. live. Called, named Patricia Steers. And she is actually really hot. I don't know the awesome. picture, but she's hot. <laughs> so, it makes okay. it really confusing because she's, like, really hot. She's a flat, hot flat earther. Hot flat earther. Um, and she is somehow, like, really rich. I don't know. They, like, don't go into her background, but she's, like, actually really rich. Perfect. So it's, like, weird. Um, because, like, a lot of people who are flat earthers don't, in this documentary at least, are not super wealthy. Like, Mark lives with his mom. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Even though he has 95k? I mean, I'm sure he now is a little doing a lot better financially, because I think that he can, like, also be paid, like, he, like, does, like, paid promotions and stuff. Um, but, like, in, before that, like, yeah, before like 2015, I don't think he was just really doing Just well. And I don't know if he lives with his mom or if his mom lives with him, but they live in the same house. Yeah, right. Um, and so, they also, like, kind of, like, date. It's, like, weird. Patricia and Mark. So, they yeah. have this show together, and they also, like, definitely fuck. <laughs> and they, like, talk about it in the documentary. Like, Ew. they're, like, she, like, almost moved to Seattle for him, and then she, like, got back with an ex and moved to London. It's, like, a whole thing. It's, like, oh, super interesting. Okay, well... Watch the documentary. Yeah. Friends. Anyway, so let's get into. They do some experiments because basically now, like modern flat earthers, like of today's society, a lot more of them are science based. Obviously, because a lot less people are like really religious. Right. So and they're like they want to prove that it's flat. That's kind of the new thing to do is like prove it. Okay. That's what they're looking to do as a society. So Bob is an engineer. I don't have his last name, but he's in the documentary. He said that they are gonna prove that the earth is flat that's like what he wants to do and so they started with this gyroscope experiment so basically if you don't know what a gyroscope is it like keeps things balanced you know Mm -hmm. you guys are little you play with gyroscopes so basically that's how they measure the earth's rotation is with a gyroscope because if you keep it Mm -hmm. in the same spot it'll rotate the entire day because we rotate because we're on a sphere (laughs) because the earth is not flat so, the Earth's rotation is 15 degrees an hour. Okay. So, basically, they scientists get, like, the most high-tech infrared gyroscope. Right. Like, very high-tech. Yeah. That's how they measure it. Complex. So, someone in Bob's camp raised, but they think that NASA's lying about it. Okay. They think course. that they're just, like, faking data about this. Absolutely. Well, To hide it. Right. To hide that the Earth is flat. Because <laughs> it actually doesn't rotate at all. Right. So they bought a $20,000 gyroscope, the same one that NASA has, to prove it. Because they were like, we're going to run this experiment for ourselves. Then they did the experiment. And they also found that the Earth did rotate at a... The the gyroscope had moved 15 degrees in one hour. Weird. Very weird. But that doesn't mean that the Earth is flat, Emily. Oh. That just means that NASA is studying the wrong thing. 
They think they're studying the Earth's rotation, but actually they're studying the rotation of the sky, yeah. the sun, and the moon above yeah. us. Yeah, there's, yep, yep. So, the gyroscope is The is gyroscope is measuring projecting. that instead of, yeah, is yeah. measuring that instead of the Earth's actual rotation because it doesn't rotate. Yeah. So they put the gyroscope in a, it's called a Gauss vacuum, but basically it's like a vacuum. So it can't, there's no air, there's no nothing in yeah. there. Um, and they did it, the experiment again, and they still measured a tilt of 15 degrees per hour. <laughs> yeah, and what, so, what was it this time? Okay, but you don't get it, Emily. The heaven, <laughs> the sky can project so much energy. Right. That the, the gyroscope was so good that it's still reading the sky's value through the Gauss vacuum. Yeah. So their next thing that they want to do with it is put it in a big... Oh, they haven't done this yet. At the time of the documentary, they had no. not. But they um, are going to put it, encase it in a bismuth box so that it cannot read any of the energy from the sky. Because then they get a zero measuring rating. (laughs) So I don't believe that at all. If you could tell, that's fucking fake. That's like the funny thing about this is they're all trying to like experimentally prove that it's not flat or that it is flat and they keep getting the same results as everyone else. So for their next trick, there's a man named Jaren. And he wanted to do this experiment with, like, a big laser and basically, like, measure. He's, so now he's taking you the approach You have these pictures of, drawn. And I, I, keep I do have pictures. I have little pictures. Um, I'm not going to post them because they're really crude, but it's going to help me describe his Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but his first experiment was that he wanted to put three posts. He is thinking, it doesn't matter if the earth rotates. Let's, we're going to prove that there's no curve. Like, there's no curvature of the earth, you know? Because you can't see the curvature. So that means it doesn't exist. <sighs> With the human eye ball? Yeah. Like, if you can see, like, so far in front of you, that means you wouldn't be able to see that far if there was a curvature in the Earth because the Earth would dip and you wouldn't be able to see yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be always dipping. It'd, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, he decided that if you put three, like, wooden posts mm-hmm. at three inter- equal intervals across, like, a 3.8 mile span, that is enough to calculate a curvature. And so they're going to take this laser and they're going to shine it at these posts and see what height it measures it at at every interval because it should be changing, right? If there's a curve, the laser should be hitting each post as it gets farther away at a different point. But he thinks that it's not and that they're all going to measure at the same point because there is no curvature of the earth. Okay. So what happened for him? (laughs) (laughs) So this was really sad because he really wanted to do it, but he could not get the laser like focused enough to get enough, a small enough beam to measure it that far away. It was like too big of a beam. So he created this experiment. They're trying to figure that out still at the point of this recording. They have not figured it out. He did this other experiment though. Where this is the one I drew. Basically, he put two, like, planks of wood. He cut a one-foot hole in the top of it at the same height. Mm-hmm. And he put them, I don't, they're 17 feet tall. The hole from the ground is 17 mm-hmm. feet. And they're, like, I don't, they didn't say in the documentary, but they're, like, a good distance away from each other. So, his theory is, is that if you shine a light through one of the posts, you should not be able to see it through the other post. Because the Earth is curved. So this is what I'm showing. Oh, the Earth is curved. Yeah. So, well, he's trying to prove it's not. All right. My Apple Watch keeps... So he's trying to prove that, like, if you shined your light through this one, you shouldn't be able to see it through... You should be able to see it through this one because the Earth is flat. So it should shine right through. Right. But if the Earth is round, it's not going to shine through. 
because yes, it's going to be too short because yeah. the earth is curving. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I will post these. I'll draw a better picture and post it. Um. So basically, his by his earth curvature calculations, if his friend holds, if the earth is curved. This is like so stupid. It won't be at 23 <laughs> feet if he raises up from seven. It won't be at 17 feet that you can see the light through the post. It would be at 23 feet. So if you like raise your hand up in the air with the light in it from 17 feet. Okay. So they found that um, at 17 feet, you could not see the beam of light through both posts. But if you raised up the light to 23 feet, you can. Meaning, again, that they are proving that the earth has a curve. <laughs> and they will not accept it. He thinks his math is wrong on that one. Of course. He does. Yeah. So the other really interesting thing, I always, you know, like the psychology of these people. So yeah. we're going to talk about the psychology of flat earth a little bit. Yes. So most of it lies in confirmation bias. Do you know what that is? Yeah, like you like to hear what you already know. Right. So we seek out information that we believe to be correct and disregard information as false that does not justify our own belief systems. That was actually our conversation on the balk. A little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, and about how it affects, like, our life. Because yeah. if, it affects everyone. Even if you know about it, it affects you. That's just, like, human yeah. nature is to, like, find in groups and stick with those people. Right. Um, so that is one part of it. So basically they have this belief that the earth is flat and they will you basically put yourself in a little sound bubble right of all the people it's the same thing with like elections like yeah it's validating your opinion and making you feel better about it and it's not as comfy to hear things that are not validating that opinion or your confirmation of your bias right like when um i don't even want to say his name when president trump was elected in 2016 I was so shocked because I only really surround myself with people who don't like him. Right. And so, but really, if you surround yourself with people who do like Donald Trump, it was very easy to see that he was going to win. Right. And and if you look at the grand scheme of the United States, which we can't see, we can only see our confirmation bias around us, right. which is people that validating we- our bias. Correct. So that's Ooh. like the biggest thing. That's a great... I think we explained we that really good. fucked it up. So that is also coupled with something called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which okay. is kind of the opposite of imposter syndrome. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. In imposter syndrome, you think that you are not good enough to be in the spaces that you are in, when in reality, you are just as good as everyone else there. So I right. felt this a lot in college, that I like was not smart enough to be a student yeah. where I was. And that's just not true. Like, I yeah. was smart enough. There's a reason I was there, you know? Yeah. A lot of people feel that, especially like women and STEM and whatever. So the Dunning-Kruger effect is kind of the opposite. So it's people who don't have any knowledge or expertise on a subject, but feel very confident that they know everything about it yeah. and that everyone else's opinions <laughs> are less worthy than theirs about right. it. Right. Yeah. So that's a big thing in Flat Earth. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I could name like six or seven. <laughs> Probably me too. I don't know. Um... So the documentary also made a really interesting point about this scientific superiority complex, which I think I definitely, like, take part in. And I think, like we were talking about on the balcony, like, it's our job as um, people in our profession to understand all of the biases that go into it. So, like, mm-hmm. I, a lot of the times when people are anti-vax or flat earth, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're just uneducated. Right. When, and they don't, like, they're not smart enough to understand, like. Yeah. And I think that that is scientists are very vocal about that Mm -hmm. and that doesn't help anything it doesn't make anyone want to come and listen to what you have to say when you're like kind of uppity about it right so 
that also plays you into just, it. You just gave yourself a little, like, slap on the wrist, but also, like... I, well, like, I... You humbled yourself there I for think a that a lot of people do it. Like, yeah. I think that, like I said, like, that's part of, like, recognizing, um, like, who you are as a person in your field, field of choice. Yeah. So, like, a big thing is, and this is, like, anti-vax people, like, it does not... They've Studies have shown that if you... Somebody is vaccine hesitant by showing that, like, speaking down to them and showing them the negative aspects of not getting vaccinated is actually less helpful than taking time to, like, actually listen to them and have, like, right. a back and forth conversation about it. They're a lot more likely to get vaccinated if you do that versus if you, like, right. show them the really negatives or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Right. Because yeah. it's, like, it nobody makes, wants I mean, to be treated makes, like that. Yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um... So you couple all of these things together and mm-hmm. you get a little bit of an underdog complex, right? So, like, you think you're right, but you think everyone else around you is wrong. Mm-hmm. You feel like scientists are kind of uppity and don't understand your point of view on something that you know you're really right about. Right. And you have confirmation bias. So now everyone in your life, you're surrounding yourself with other people with the same belief systems. Yeah. And you are now a truth seeker. That's what they right. call a lot. Pretty much everyone in the documentary said they were just seeking the truth and they could not let this go and they had to become really passionate about it because they need everyone to know the truth. Yeah. And so they are framing themselves as the hero of the story mm. and the NASA, big science, right, totalitarian, whatever, as the bad guy. Okay. And so it's rooting for the underdog and everyone likes that feeling. Right. So that is like the main psychology of Flat Earth and that is all I researched this week. Oh my god, that was so interesting. I hated all of that. But, <laughs> Always. Uh, I can actually get behind this picture, though. It's still up on the screen. It'll be on the show notes. <laughs> I can get behind that one, though. Yeah. Um, and this one I really had to imagine in my mind, so we might have to yeah, do something. I, like yeah, have to draw I might something. have to draw something out. I, I think this is fine, but... It's just really messy. I'm just a perfectionist, yeah, as you know. Yeah. Just... But, oh my gosh. Well... If you're a flat earther, welcome. Yeah, leave your comments down below. What do you guys think about flat earthers? What do you think about... I'm actually really interested in, like, science communication. This is about to be so nerdy. But, like, how we describe science to the masses and how I think that we should change, like, society's viewpoint on science and scientists and blah, blah, blah. Let me know what you think about that, too. Yeah. Sydney will definitely read them and I will not. Yeah, absolutely will not. <laughs> and I will have a great conversation with you about it. Okay. Well, Sydney... Do you want to learn a little bit about ATMs? Yeah, I'm so excited to learn about ATMs. Well, do you want to match first? Let's match. We're back. We're back. Welcome to Wanna Match Podcast. Come on down for another episode of Wanna Match Podcast. We're Sydney and Emily. Wow. There's still a kitten in here. In the wrong decade. Yeah, we all saw that. But there's still a little kitten in here. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. Just in the corner. She's just seeping. She's just tired. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, disgusting. Someone is going to hate that. I'm going to hate that when I fucking. I'm going to hate it too that it's out on the internet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to jump right into this fucking one. I'm like very interested as to how you came up with this idea. Honestly, here's. (laughs) Okay, here's what I was thinking. I was at the bank, Uh and if you pay, or if you. They like really like when you pay with cash at my the place I get my nails done. Okay. And um and <laughs> um they also give you like a little like uh star if you like tip in cash and then eventually you get um 
a free pedicure. Oh. So if I forget to bring cash with me in my wallet, I have to stop at the bank. Yeah. Which I literally never do anymore. And I just, like, realized. Yeah. Like, when was the last time, like, you have to go to the bank? I, like, don't. Right. Like, go to the bank. <laughs> right. Unless you're, like, opening an account or, like, something you literally. I don't even, like, put. I don't go to the bank ever. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I went to the bank. Right. Probably two years ago. Yeah. So I was thinking about all that. And then I was, like, I was laughing in to myself in my car because one time, um, and we're going to go blast from Emily's past here. Um, I used to go to trivia every week at. X bar. Yeah, at X bar. If you know us and you're interested, there's text us. We'll tell you what it is. Do you know the bar that I'm thinking of in my head, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it was so fun. It was fun. It I went with you yeah, one time. Yeah, you only went with us once, and then they stopped doing it. Because that was the day that they, like, I remember it felt very dystopian. That was, like, the most dystopian day of the pandemic for me, because we were sitting in trivia. There was, like, three other teams there. And yeah. it was a third, it was a Wednesday, right? Or a Thursday? I don't remember, I don't but remember. it was like empty. The bar was fucking empty. And then. Because everyone was going home. Like, yeah. Like school didn't know what they were doing. Either. Yeah. And then that was the day that the NBA shut down and they like yeah. pulled everyone out in the middle of the NBA game. And I like watched it happen on the TVs and I was like, oh fuck, like this is bad. Like, this is yeah. getting really bad. Yeah. So, um, and we used to go with a group of men, like consistently, I know I've, you know this, but just for, like, the listeners, like, we used to grow with this group of men that, um, worked at the hotel adjacent to where we worked, or, like, they stayed there when they were working, um, doing, like, um, they spent, like, half time, so they spent half time in our state, and then their home state was, um, also linked to this other thing, but they, like, their homes were in the other state, okay? I, like, don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I can't follow that. Okay, okay, let me kind of rephrase. These men traveled for work, and they had, like, a... They stayed at the hotel. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And so that they were consistently... this. It was one woman and, like, five guys that every week were at the hotel from Sunday night till Wednesday afternoon... Or, like, Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, And trivia happened to fall on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And so... And... All they did was work, you know, like they don't know right. our area because right. this, it's just like they're there like the first week. So they would find like stuff to do during the night. Like they would right. golf, they would, right. that kind of thing. And one of our friends also worked at the hotel. So we went to trivia with them like one time and then it just became this weekly thing. We Wait, are- can we edit this out? I like don't know who these people are. We're back in the podcast. Sorry, I just <laughs> Sorry, we, tell I Sydney the whole fucking had backstory. No idea who. Like, okay, Emily and I haven't been friends for like that long, so there's, there's still things that I think you think I know about that I'm like I have no fucking. Clue I, th- I just about. thought you knew these people. No, at least I didn't think it was I, that long ago. No. Okay, so anyways, we knew these older people who were like, like, um, they had like, full on. They were dads, so they knew a. Uh, they knew my dad's age of trivia, yeah. and we knew our age of trivia. Right, it's always nice to have, like, a nice yeah. spectrum of trivia goers. Yeah, and so we, like, always, like, shot the shit with them. We're like, we, we can beat you, like, or we should just join yeah. a team. So we joined a team one time, and then every week it became, yeah, you like, to fucking trivia. we went to trivia all together. We all had drinks. It was so fun. Yeah. And so we would just all just meet up. It was kind of, like, a Who, weird Can I also, like, take another edit out? No. <laughs> What do you mean? Can you, like, who, like, who was That you know? Yeah. Like, okay, so anyways, 
this one time. Okay, sorry, we just had another fucking thing. <laughs> like five minute fucking yeah. discussion. Okay, Sydney, this is gonna be a rough one for I you. Mean, my lots friend. of match strikes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God. Um, but this guy comes along that's a coworker of theirs, but never like did anything fun with them. Like he was always like at the gym or like yeah, you know, like he's never ever gonna listen to this. But if he does, like fuck you, honestly. Fuck you. <laughs> You were so boring. <laughs> you were boring. You were a downer. And he had this thick fucking accent from the East Coast. I, okay. I don't even know where he was from. Yeah. But he, like, had an accent that did not fit his, his, what he looked like. And I don't think he was from the East Coast. Yeah, that's weird. So, like, he, it was clear that this accent might be a little bit like, fake. Yeah. Um... I'm, like, completely making that, like, I, I'm not making that up, but, like, I don't know actually where he was from, but it just right. didn't sound quite right. So, one time we were at Trivia, this is, like, the whole, this is this part. Okay. <laughs> Story, Jesus Christ. Um, we were at Trivia, and he told us that his dad is a trillionaire because he invented the ATM. No way, bro. Yeah, dude. That guy's dad? Yeah. See, my dad he invented, lying. He, my dad invented the, um... He was, like, kind of drunk, and so he's like, my dad's a gazillionaire. And we're like, what? He's like, no, he probably has, like, trillion dollars. He invented the ATM. Whenever I see a drunk guy like that just saying bullshit, I just want to punch him right in the face. I know. And we literally were like... I just want to be like... <laughs> it was, like, a long-standing joke in our friend group. Like, I can't believe, like, my dad <laughs> didn't invent the ATM. Yeah. But, like, so That's then I was crazy. just laughing about that when I had to That's go to the goofy. ATM one time, because yeah. I was like... So you're trying to call this guy out. That's what this is about? No, I was just laughing, and then I was like, how did ATM... Yeah. Like, I'm gonna... Yeah, so now I... Now you know. Like, was he lying? No, he was fucking lying. Yeah, There's well, we no knew, way. but, like, now you can fucking prove it. Yeah, okay, so... This dude sounds like a flat earther. Yeah. Flat earther. Liar. Fuck you. Fake eat. accent, dude. I don't even know his name. I literally don't know his name. Yeah. So, yeah. it could be, like, fucking... We're Tony. gonna call him Damon. <laughs> Damon? <laughs> okay cool david i don't know i that feels well, I, are we gonna mention him again or is this like the last we're gonna talk no about? it's done that's okay. just like the introduction to why i yeah atm so good luck people who have something to do today <laughs> a two hour app. god okay so atm automated teller machine we know that already these right. are fast facts you know i love a fast fact. yep there are over four hundred thousand atms just in the u.s what just wait four hundred thousand yeah, so that actually doesn't seem like a lot to me because there's yeah. 3.2 million in the world. Whoa, what? Yeah, because think about when you're at, like, the... Have you ever been to an international airport? Yes. They have all of those ones just, like, When I was things. in Tanzania, which I know I mentioned in another episode, um, they we, like, went to a place where it was just a room full of ATMs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you could, like, get currency. So, right. like, I didn't have to do any, like, customs exchange money. Yeah. I just went to the ATM when we got to Tanzania and took out, like, X amount of American. Right. In so, think about how currency. many ATMs are in that room. Right. There was probably, like, 20 right there. Right. So, um, yeah, there's 2.2 million. But the U.S. The has... 400,000. And there's 2.2 million? 3.2 million. 3.2 million. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Whatever. People um, need less cash nowadays. Yeah, truly. So, half are owned independently, like, by, like, like smaller banks, that yeah. kind of thing, local banks, and the other half are owned by um, four major banks: J.P. Morgan Chase, mm-hmm. Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and Citibank. Okay. So here's the history of the ATM. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, all I know is that J.P. Morgan—that is 
one of my favorite housewives um <laughs> heir sonia morgan her husband was like the grandfather of, or the grandchild of this guy i think hmm. who started the morgan bank so like jp morgan interesting she's a character i love her if you guys watch real housewives shout out <laughs> so it was actually thought of in a bathtub by a man named john shepherd brown he was under the um he was like if you can i'm gonna sneeze ouch yeah oh my god um he was thinking like if you can get candy dispensed from a machine why couldn't you get money so he was having a good <laughs> time with that. i feel that dude and then with the invention of the pin by like a pin number by james goodfellow in 1970 oh, so that was before the atm yeah what yeah they kind okay. of went jink yeah yep and um, people could take out their own money using a code that identified themselves and how much money they had in their account and not have to stick to bank hours. That's, like, so cool. Yeah. Okay, so 1977. The popularity of the ATM is rising still. So how did you do it if you, they didn't have, like, computers? In 1977? Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what did they look... Do you have a picture of what it looked like? Um, This is... Like, how do you get money out of that? I think that it's, like, um, hmm. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How is the pin? How are you putting in the pin number to get your money? How is your money being dispensed to you? Because there's no computer. Right. Well, I don't know if that's true. Are you looking it up? No. You're just fucking looking at your phone. I got, it. I got a Snapchat. God. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how exactly that worked. Okay. Well, I just know that it was. We'll figure it out. It was automated. So something had you using the pin. Maybe it was like a cash register, or like they had phones with like dials. So yeah, maybe like it was that like kind that. Of thing. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Once like you, you use hit a button, it like. It's not like they unlocked had, this mechanism or something to let and the money out. It's not like they had like mag strip cards yet. Right. So I'm saying like I think the pin is what did it. Yeah, you just put it in like the a pin. safe. Yes, that's kind of or like a safety deposit box almost. Yes. Where you, like, We've gotten there. We've okay. gotten there. We've theorized it's done. If yeah. people think that they flat earth, that's what happened here. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> it's just a cash register. Yeah, it's a fucking cash register. That's all <laughs> it is. God damn it. It's 1977. Oh, Seriously. No. What? No. He can't do that. He can sit here. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Our friend is coming over and he's, we're not even close. We told him 845. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Um... Yeah, so, okay. Citibank in, invests over $100 million into their locations uh, to have ATMs at all of them in 1977. In addition, that would eventually be uh, beneficial, but uh, because a blizzard shut down a bunch of banks for, like, a week. What? And people were, without the ATM, they wouldn't have been able to get money out. So the popularity during that time, like where the banks were closed for that, starts to skyrocket in like little areas, and then it just starts to like become a trend. That's crazy. That's actually really cool. I know, right? The flow of information is really cool. I know it's like a nerdy thing to say, but I know. Well, it's like if you were in one area where like, oh, this I've realized now because of this event that this is so much easier. Right. I you would take it elsewhere. 
Right. I feel like it's interesting that, like, I feel like today communication is so easy. Yeah. That I'm baffled by how they used to do it. I know. Like, how did everyone know to do this? But you're right. They would just take it to new areas. They would tell their friends about it. They would. Yeah, right. You know? But, like, I'm like, how the fuck did they all know how to do that? (laughs) Right. Okay, so. Like, now I just fucking tweet. Yeah, Whatever I need to say. And everyone hears it. Yes. Everyone. I have the most Twitter followers (laughs) on you and on the planet. Okay, so by 1984, there's 100,000 ATMs worldwide, and they're continuing to grow in popularity, like, internationally. People are constantly trying to make them better and add ways that people can handle their finances, and essentially they want to make this so that you don't have to go to the bank at all. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, just just chill for a second. When is this? Great. Sorry. Um, 1984. Okay. I thought this was going to be a birth-free 1984? Episode. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, I know. By 1992... And they still didn't have computers, so I don't know how the fuck they're I doing know. all of this. Anyway. I know. So by 1992... But the thing is, is that these things can't, like, take checks. Like, they can't take Right, deposits. that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, how could they do this all automated? Right. I'm so confused. Like, they can't even take deposits because... Right, you can't, like, how do you transfer money at an ATM? At this time, you can't. It's right, just, that's it's only withdrawals. Right, but you're saying that at that point they were trying to get it... Like, they want to add... I'm just saying, I was just saying, like, they're continuing to try and add things that are, like... Like, we want to eventually be able to... Yeah, like, flying cars or... Right. Okay. Exactly. They're, like... Like, wouldn't it be the so cool? You yeah. wouldn't have to go to the bank. Yeah, I'm not saying they're, like... Someday in the future, we're all going to eat little green pellets, and that's going to give us our energy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, by 1992, so this is eight years later, they have thermal receipt printers to tell you, like, how much is in your account. Based- <laughs> Literally yeah. how. Literally how. Tell yeah. me how. Audio captures. And okay. signature captures. So I think ni- by 1992, we're seeing, like, big, huge... Like, radios and shit. Yeah. Like, they like, have, like... Banks would have access to technology... Right. ...that... Of some sort. Yeah, the average human maybe didn't. Right. Um, okay. The early 2000s, ATMs can now take deposits because they have little... They're big, but right. they have when computers When did their credit card come out? Honestly, no idea. Because I think of that around that time. Yeah, probably around that time. Once you start to get a credit card. Right, like in the 2000s, I feel like everyone had a credit card. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't know. But they can take deposits and checks. Because they have a thermal printer, they probably have like a scanner or some sort. Um, So before you... I always cash my checks at the ATM. Really? Like every time I get a check, I've I never do it. cashed a check in the ATM Seriously? once in my life. You always go in. I know. So I offended. always mobile capture it now. Oh, always. Well, I didn't have. I don't think mobile capture existed when I. Well, just wait. Okay. Okay. For me, it didn't. Yeah. So I used to only go into the bank. Only. Right. Only. I never did that. That's crazy. To I me. Al- like because okay, the only time I ever had to do that was when I didn't have direct deposit when I was like sixteen. Yeah, and I okay. had to go put my check in every week. And I would do it at the ATM every week. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. Either way, whatever. So, like, before, like, you had, like, I thought, or I didn't think, but I went through human hands every time I got a check. You went through the right, ATM. the ATM. Yeah. So, they also, during, like, the early 200, or 2000s, are 
doing cash recycling. So at that time, like, people could were only making withdrawals. So, like, us somebody that worked at the bank would have to, like, fill the money up, yeah. making sure that that, like, it wasn't super automated. Like, right. Because um, at some point, the ATM would run out of money. Right. That, it was just a money, ma- like, it would just give you, yeah. it would just dispense money. It's money, right. And like, so now they're, now they're cash recycling. So now, like, somebody deposits, like, two $50 bills. Yes. And somebody else wants to take out a $50 bill. That exactly. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was, like, something small, but it was, like, the, they had the computer technology to be able to track it. Right. So, that's cool. Yeah. In the early 2000s. So, by 2016, Barclays mobile banking app is the first to offer contactless withdrawals. So, in 2016... What? Wait, what? It looks kind of like Apple Pay. So, oh. they, like, you just have to open your phone on the Barclays, like, mobile banking yeah. app, put in your PIN, and then hit, put it up to the... Scanner. Scan, and the money will be dispensed out. Oh. Like, you don't have to touch any buttons. You don't yeah. have to, like, anything like that. Huh. And so, and now it's a feature on a lot of banking apps because Probably. of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I've never, I would never do that either. I'd always just use the pin yeah. pad. I mean, <laughs> That yeah. seems like That's, a lot of extra work. Yeah, that to me is, like, a little, but that, I also would, like, always bring my wallet. Like, you always pay with Apple I, Pay. I love Apple Pay. But, I think it's, like, the best invention ever. Yeah, but. but I would never, at the ATM, I would never think to do that. No, me either, but I just think that. Like, we were just living in such yeah, weird Yeah, you time. think it's weird that I do Apple Pay. Well, I don't think you think it's weird, but you just never expect me to pay with Apple Pay, and I'm always fucking paying with shit for Apple, with Apple Pay. Yeah. Like, I don't even think I think it's it. very like, normal, do- actually, that you pay with Apple Pay. Like, I feel like, yes, that's what I'm trying it's to say. It's more weird that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's interesting that you always get shocked, because everyone else is like, oh my god, I love Apple Pay. But you are... Yeah, like, I just, like, not- always... I just have gotten into the habit of like, grabbing... Like, do you even have it? No. Right. I don't, I don't even have my new card on my Apple Pay. Right. That's crazy. Yeah could not survive like that but i also have like my macbook has like the pin pad on yeah or, like that's the cool. finger on my screen where i yeah. can put it in for all my cards so i just yeah that's crazy i have the my card saved yeah but i don't have a finger pad on my macbook because i'm not i don't have a new macbook yeah so that's i guess kind of similar okay Either way. So, all these things happen in, like, 50 years of time. Yeah. From it being literally rolled out to now. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I know, right? So, here's, like, the fun part. And you don't think about that kind of technology. I know. Like, advancing. Like, whenever I think of technology advancing, it's, like, the cell phone. The, right. Like, whatever. But, like, this is also technology that is... Yeah, like, like this was a cash register right. that right. essentially has become now, you can put your phone up to it and it'll be like, okay, blah, 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 and yeah. you can take money like you didn't have to touch it and it gives yeah. you money. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, the computer systems inside these things are crazy. Like, the right. software, and, like, that being said, like, this is kind of a good seg- segue because there's software now inside these that have to, like, protect against, like, people trying, trying to, to steal money. Yeah, yeah so, that's crazy. And here is the fun part where I say my little crime mystery. <laughs> okay. But, um, so, at first, when people were trying to steal money from ATMs, they were just smashing the fuck out of them. Oh, uh, and just ripping money out? Yes. Okay. And, or, this was, like, a bomb in Philadelphia. Oh. They, like, literally threw a bomb into, like, into the ATM. And oh, it, like, shit. burst open. Wouldn't that, like, burn all the money up? Well, I, don't th- I, I just think it was like a... Oh, like a prank. Not a prank. Not a prank. Like act well, of violence. No, not even that. It was just like a... Like it was something small that they... It was like dynamite. Right. <laughs> yeah. They just needed to get it out somehow. Yeah. Um. But, um... 
<laughs> they would just try to find where the money was, like, held inside, rip it out. Yeah, they're basically just strong-arming it to get the money out. Right. And, like, that takes a lot of work for you have no idea how much how money is going to be in there. ATM. Right. Um, or they And they will, don't keep that much money in there. Right. Like, it's not, like... And some ATMs are out of order. So, oh, like, think yeah. about, like, that. Like, there could not be any money in it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you've committed a big crime yeah it took a so, lot of work and effort. yeah and then sometimes they have like those the you know the old ones have like that like push flap yeah where you would go in where the money was dispensed yeah almost usually it's like where the change is dispensed yeah okay so sometimes money is dispensed in there and like forward and then you push the flap open and yeah so sometimes they would super glue that closed okay and then they would um and people would get pissed because their money wasn't coming out. Yeah. And then um, they would, like, leave because they were so pissed off about it. Yeah. And they would just co- go up to it and, like, use something on it to... Like, cut it open or yeah, something? Yeah, cut it open or use whatever they use oh, to get that's the like glue very off. that's, like, very smart. And get whatever money that they left Because it was just dispensed But that's, like, a lot of labor. And that takes, like, a long... That's a long con. You gotta yeah, be watching that. Yeah, for how much money, really, right. truly? Like, 60 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah. Like... Then we start looking into skimming. So this is, like, kind of the shit that you hear on, like... I get, like, scared of this. Yeah. I'm, like, terrified that this is going yeah. to happen to me. Yeah. This is, like, the shit that you hear at, like, the gas station, like, yeah. on the pin pads and yeah. shit like that. Um, Whenever I go to a gas station, I always jiggle the fucking thing. Do you? Yes. I'm, like, really scared of this happening. What the fuck? Okay. I'm, like, I'm really paranoid. <laughs> I, you know, everyone has those little quirks of things that they're yeah. really paranoid about? Like, this is mine. Like, being This? Skimmed. Like, this thing? Like, yeah. You, like, jiggle the card reader and you jiggle, like, the whole, like, panel to see if it... It like, comes it, off? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it looks like someone just put it on there. Oh, I wish I would have put the other picture that I saw. That it, It's, like, a... The, like, pin pad of something. Yeah. And it's, like, fully halfway off. Yeah. To, like, see the real one. Yeah. It's really weird. Okay. Anyways... Um, so skimming becomes, uh, is, like, increases in popularity, and it's basically where you steal somebody's info, like, their PIN number from a PIN pad that you've, like, placed down, or you, there's, the picture that I have that's gonna go on the show notes is, like, they put a fake, um, like, mag strip reader, so it reads the whole mag strip right before the real one reads the mag strip, so you still get to see all the stuff on the... ATM, but the like it works exactly like it's it should. Exactly, but the, it like just steals your information while you're fucking doing it. Yeah, it steals the information while the one's doing its actual job. Yeah, in back of it, and then they come back. They and they take all the mag strips, and they can people can steal up to two hundred thousand dollars in a day. That's crazy from using like one right thing like this. Um, and now because ATMs have gotten so like advanced, they've um. The people that are committing these, like, fraudulent acts have had to advance as well. So now they they have, like, malware hackers, and they're able to get through the software of a bank. Yeah, that's, like, really scary. Yeah. And this is... And they've been able to, like, hack ATMs and have it just, like, start spitting out money. Yeah. So, like, hack ATMs and be like, X so-and-so wants this amount of money out. Yeah. And just, like, have it spit out money while they're sitting right there. Yeah. And then just take it. So, this is obviously... And obvious- look like you're just using the ATM. Right. And this is obviously, like, this is a lot harder because, like... Well, right. You know, there's safeguards for this and that, like, trigger something and, like... You'd be, like, really smart. Yes. Know. 
And but it still happens over ten thousand times a year. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, and then scams. So we've all gotten that fucking phone call of like, your grandma's in the hospital and you yeah. have to pay for her surgery. Yeah, like you need to transfer Send me. us your info yeah. now. So dumb. But according to Japan's National Policy Agency, there um, in 2015 there were 252 million dollars scammed from people using what? tactics like this. That's crazy. Yeah. Like Nigerian prints. Yeah, exactly. But they're they're perfect for a society that like wants to use faster ways to get money. Yeah. And one scam like actually cites like just go to the ATM and like get this money out and put it into this envelope and put it around a this or use this card to, yeah, like this gift card at Walgreens or whatever. Well, have you ever had, had like the babysitter scam? Did you ever like babysit on Baby. like care.com? No, I didn't. Okay, this happened to I mean, I babysat, but right. But I was on care.com for like one summer and I like I didn't get scammed by this, but I got messages like this where people would like ask you to buy something on the way. They basically were like, okay, I'm gonna pay you up front, but I'm gonna pay you like instead of $50, I'm gonna pay you $2,000. And then you are going to get $50 of that. And then you have to, like, you have to, like, buy these gift cards. Oh, yeah. And then, but their check doesn't clear before you send them the money, basically. And then their check bounces. And then you get skipped. Yeah. Because you sent them money. Right. And Uh. then I was sitting at our college's, um, our university, the one that I went to, is, like, union. And I overheard this girl talking about it. And she was so nervous. She was, like, going to do it. Because she just, like, didn't realize that it was a scam. And so I, like, went up to her and I was, like, yo, I'm pretty sure this is a scam. Like, they wanted her to deposit, like, three grand into her account and then, like, wire it to another person. Yeah, fuck like, that. what? If like, somebody's asking you to do that, like, there's literally, a you better be in person with them and you better be able to, I would to, like, never do it. Like, ever. Like, it's always a fucking scam. <laughs> I think. Like, why would somebody ever need to do that? Yeah, I guess. If they can I was send like thinking you money, about, like, I was like thinking, why can't they send anybody else money? Yeah, I was like thinking about, like, what if my mom needed to do it? Like, your but, mom's like, not a scammer. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what? Why couldn't she send that money? Right. Like, your mom's also not scamming anyone. So. But, like, what if my Grammy needed it? Right, but then you would know. Okay, I'm just, like, don't ever call me. <laughs> no, <laughs> if I'm just you need money, don't call Emily. No, I'm I'm just kidding. If you need money from Emily, you gotta call me, and then I will make the just the educated <laughs> yeah. guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but ATMs make money move fast, and that's like a, it's perfect for like old people that like use the ATM every day, and they're like, yeah. just send the money to this thing, and we'll send you a check in the mail for like that. Like, right. I just sent you a check in the mail. You should be getting it. Blah blah blah. And you just send two hundred dollars right, like, to this. Right. Cash. Like, here's a check. They're like, yep. oh, you got me a check. That means you're, like, worthy. And then yep. it fucking bounces. Yep. And you don't even know. Yeah. So that's the that's the history of an ATM. That was very interesting. Thanks. And I don't think that guy's dad is a trillionaire or a billionaire or a millionaire. Yeah, did you or say who made it? Uh, yes. It was John Shepard Brown. Okay. That was not that guy's name. So. No, it definitely no. was not his name. So, fuck okay. you, dude. Yeah. Okay, tell us your Rose and Thorn of the Week. Oh, yes. Rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on the socials. Want to match pod. We do fun Instagram stories throughout the week you guys should contribute to. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we have a kitten that we need to. I'll be all post pictures of my new kitten. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye.